What's up? Welcome back to Nostalgia. I'm here with my boy Dave Martinson, a kid who one time had a dream he could buy his way to heaven, and when he awoke, he spent all of that money on a necklace. Actually, don't have any necklaces, but we'll roll with that. Dave, no one can see you right now, so you could have said you had like a huge chain or some crazy like Kanye West Jesus chain going on. A Jesus piece. Yeah, a Jesus piece, sorry. Right. Don't want to offend uh, Mr. Jesus himself. This is going to be a Governor's Ball preview podcast. Correct. You want to call it that? Yes. Pre- so, preview. Yes. So David, Expectations. Yeah. Dave and I are both going to be going to Governor's Ball on Randall's Island in New York City, June 3rd through the 5th. I guess we're both pretty excited about it. Dave's going for one day. I'm going to go for all three. But we're going to go through the schedule and kind of talk about the different artists that we were excited to see. If Dave was going, the artists he would want to see. Because yeah. I'm sure they're going to be somewhat different from me. Mm-hmm. But Dave, I, I guess just I want to get your first impression of the lineup. Because obviously you liked enough to buy a one-day ticket, but not a three-day ticket. Right. So tell me about it. Well, let's see. It starts on a Friday. So I didn't, mm-hmm. first of all, I didn't want to like take off Friday. I'm already taking off a... Uh, I would, I've just taken off a nice chunk of time, <laughs> so I don't have a whole lot of PTO uh, queued up. But that was that was part of factor. But yeah, it's not cheap to go to festivals, mm-hmm. even one that's in New York City. Well, I, I saw the lineup initially before they split up on the days. I was like, all right, there's a lot of a lot of people I would see there, a lot of people I haven't seen before. Let's see how it splits. And I was definitely going to follow where Kanye went, hopefully. And turns out that most of the people I wanted to see were on Sunday, so that's why I went with a Sunday, saving money really and time. I think anyone that listens to the show wouldn't be surprised to know that Sunday is also probably the most hip-hop heavy day, Mm -hmm. Um, at least in terms of up-and-coming hip-hop. I mean, I feel like it's almost not any more hip-hop than the other days, except the main headliner is Kanye. If you take Kanye away, I feel like they're all equal. Yeah, I I guess I can see that. I think I I overlook someone like Mac Miller, who I haven't even thought about going to, really, Mm -hmm. uh, just because he doesn't really seem to fit into my interests. I might end up going to him. I don't really have anyone planned at that time. It's good live. We'll, we'll get on to that, but why don't we start with Friday? Yeah. So Friday, June 3rd. It starts at 12.15 is when the acts start. I think you can get in around 11. The first acts are always, obviously, the ones that are lower on, on the lineup poster, and they're the acts that people aren't really buying the tickets to see. Right, showing up for as they're going on, usually. However, if you're able to somehow get to Governor's Ball early, I think I would really recommend going to see Black Pistol Fire. So they've been a band that's been touring about four years or so. It's a good band name. Great band name. I bet you could probably guess that they're definitely rock and roll. They sound a lot like the Black Keys. Mm. If you think about the Black Keys, you think about that rock sound, but kind of with a twinge of country and a little bit of blues in there, I guess I would say. I would say go see them if you can get there that early. Public Access TV is also playing at the same time. They're not a bad, bad band either. That's a band name? Yes. But <laughs> it's, it's even better. Go see Black Pistol Fire. You won't regret it. They they tore down Lollapalooza last year when they performed. Mm, so. In Chicago. And then you move on. I think El King is definitely the one to go see at 1.30 after you see Black Pistol Fire. She's kind of blowing up. I think her hit X's and O's is really big, as well as Under the Influence. Um, those are both some, some big hits. She's a rock, pop mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the day kind of moves on. A couple of no- notables are Christina and the Queens, and then Action Bronson. Mm. Now, tell me about Action Bronson. Why should I go see him? Action's awesome. Action Bronson is an Albanian-American. He lives. He's from Queens. 
And he's a rapper that his style, his flow is very 90s influenced. He does not sound like a modern day rapper. He's often compared to Ghostface Killer from Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. Actually briefly had a little beef there, inadvertently insulted him. It's all good now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Action Broth is really cool. He had his debut studio album release last March, I want to say, called Mr. Wonderful. And he had a lot of other independent projects, a bunch of mixtapes out for a while. He, he's like, I think almost he's about 30, 32 or something. So he's been an underground rapper for a long time. He's double XL freshman, I think, three years ago, two years ago. But he's really cool. He, he, does a, he has a reputation for doing crazy shit on stage. Rolling Stone actually did a whole bit of 10 times Action Bronson threw a kid off stage because... I think that initially one time someone jumped on stage and, his, and he like choked cold at him because he was like he was like he was like threatened. Wow. And then it became a thing where like stupid like white kids who were like drunk would jump on stage and want action to like kick their ass. Wow. So there's a, there's a hilarious videos of guys like jumping up and looking at him <laughs> and action Bronson just clotheslines them or their body his bodyguard just destroys them. them. So that's pretty funny. But he's actually a, he's a really good lyricist. So he's a pretty cool guy. I would definitely recommend. If you have the time, going to see him, especially if you've ever heard him before, because he's a he's a good artist. He's very unique. Yeah, he plays at the same time as Bob Bones, which is, which is a electronic duo. It's kind of up and coming. They have a couple of, of really good songs that I like, but if you have if you have to choose between the two, which you're gonna have to, Action Bronson seems to be the choice, especially because uh, I was listening to his song Easy Rider today. Yeah, that's from his debut. Yeah, and Gary Clark Jr., who plays on Sunday. If there's mm-hmm. any chance that he's gonna come on with any artist to play a solo uh, like he did with Run the Jewels at mm-hmm. Coachella, it would probably be Action Bronson and most likely to that song. So then you move on to the day. Big Grams is on at 4.45. Yeah. Don't miss them. Of Monster and Men is playing at the other stage. If you want to go take a nap, go to Of Monster <laughs> and Men. I don't, I don't see the appeal of seeing non-lively acts in a live festival setting. I saw Of Monster and Men last year at Oshiaga, and... Their whole set was really boring until their last two songs, which are those are, the two biggest songs. Yeah, they're, they're two biggest songs. That's the worst. Little talks and dirty paws, which are like mm. their two biggest songs, and they're very interactive with the crowd. But of Monster Men is going to be very boring for the most part, and Big Grams with uh, Big Boy and Fancy Graham is going to be yeah really really entertaining and really good. Yeah, it's actually kind of awesome that Big Grams actually became a thing, and now they're at every festival this year because. They initially collaborated on Big Boy's most recent solo album. And Big Boy, obviously, one half of Outkast, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, they did a song with ASAP Rocky called Lines, which is really good, really cool. And then last fall, they released, I think, the Big Rams EP. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of good songs, only about eight songs. You gotta figure they'll they'll do most of that project, maybe a solo song or two. But that's a really cool pairing that's it's pretty sweet that they're actually you know performing. Yeah, and I think the thing that will be really interesting about them is because they are such an electronic edm sound with a rapper over them, I mm-hmm. think it's going to probably have some crazy visuals going along, but also have like a really interesting crowd there. So I would definitely recommend going to see them. And then probably jump right over to the Big Apple stage to see Father John Misty. I'm not I'm not big on, on Duke Dumont. Father John Misty also is kind of known for having really interesting crowd interaction. He's kind of a dick sometimes with the crowd and just uh. says some crazy shit. So he could definitely be one where you, you kind of get an interesting interactive experience if you're enough of an asshole to him, kind of like Action Bronson. <laughs> My uh, experience with Father John Misty is that Aziz Ansari was yeah. a big fan on Master of None. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, and that... That whole album, um, I Love You, Honey Bear, he plays that through and also throws in Hollywood Cemetery Forever. I think it's Hollywood Forever Cemetery. or mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact name at the moment. That would be awesome. So moving on, 
You have either Matt and Kim at 7 o'clock or Beck at 6.45. And if you go see Matt and Kim, you do not know what the hell you're doing. You can see Matt and Kim like 200 200 days a year. Matt and Kim might be playing outside my house after we're done with this podcast. That's nothing against Matt and Kim. They're just very easy to see. Yeah, and they're a lot of fun. They're a good festival band, which is why they play everywhere. They have a lot of energy. They get the crowd really involved. Everybody has a great time. But Beck is really rising as an artist right now. His last major album, Morning Phase, which won the Grammy. Oh, the Grammys, right? Yeah, it won a, a ton of them. Was a very mellow album. That was the album where he did everything exclusively by himself, right? Exactly. All the instruments, all the writing. Yeah, and where Kanye at the Grammys came up and had his Kanye moment, even though he didn't really say anything, he just kind of faked out the crowd. That was hilarious. Um, Yeah, but this is the first time they're playing at a venue together, at the same venue together since that event, so it'll be interesting to see if... He had if they, either of them makes a comment towards that. Well, I mean, they they were very amicable, like later that day. I don't think there's any beef. Yeah, no, it's just an interesting thing to keep keep an eye on. Also, Beck seems to be going a little bit more towards his funky alt rock alt rock mm-hmm. beginnings. His last single, Dreams, was very much '90s Beck. So I would definitely recommend going over to see him. And then after Beck, you live in the Capital Region. You'll have to choose between Block Party and Jamie XX. Don't go to Block Party. Go to Jamie XX because mm. Block Party is playing five in uh, July. I think uh-huh. it's July yes. 9th. What's that popular song by Block Party? They have a lot of them, but This Modern Love is probably their most um, well-known. And then because it was, it was in the season one finale of How I Met Your Mother uh, uh, at the very end when uh-huh. Ted brings the blue horn to Robin. But they also have a song called Helicopter. That's, That's the really one thing I know. Yeah, Helicopter. And they also just released a new album that's pretty good. But Jamie XX is going to be great. He's one of our favorite, uh, shared favorite artists right now. And then you have to choose between Robin and The Strokes. Robin is a really interesting booking. I don't know anybody that I know that wants to go see her over The Strokes, but I know that she's been kind of on and off touring with some of the bands that she's a part of. She was big in the 90s. She's like, her and Beck are kind of like the old-timey booking but what is this like if you're into rock at all wouldn't you you go, definitely see, the go see the strokes the strokes play they're one of the top rock bands the yeah the, the strokes played the beck time slot in 2014 which is basically dusk so it turns from like a really hot day into like the nighttime while they play and they were awesome they tore it down so the, they're getting called back for a headliner two years later they're going to be amazing turning on to saturday mm-hmm. there's no one really early lewis the child i watched their set at coachella they were pretty good how old is this lewis they're pretty young more than uh, one person it's two people it's it's i, I feel like I, either of these people kids DJ duo they're both like 20, 21. Okay, okay, okay. They're, they're you, you can young. call yourself the child then. Yeah. Acceptable. I'll but allow it. They're going up. They're coming after Holly Miranda <laughs> and... Not, uh, not Lin-Manuel Miranda. No. Not, not, not Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Although that would be awesome. If he's a special guest on Sunday, which we'll get to, that would be really dope. Uh, he's in New York. Would not he surprise is. me. <laughs> Let's see. Marion Hills at one thirty. I would probably recommend going to see her. Don't go see John Bellion. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. sings that song, All Time Love. It's another low-key artist. He's, yeah. he's on the same label as Logic, Visionary Music Group. I'm pretty sure he did he did a song with Kygo, which really got mm-hmm. him on the map. But, ah, uh, yeah, uh, It's Loki. Listen uh, to him on YouTube and get an opinion. Go see the Knox instead. They're a funky DJ set. 
They'll be a lot more fun. Then you have Albert Hammond Jr., who's the Strokes rhythm guitarist. He mm-hmm. released a solo, solo album last year. And Catfish and the Bottleman. Go see Catfish and the Bottleman. And then go see Thundercat yeah. over Mr. Wives. Oh, Mr. Wives is probably the best pop artist that's going to be here. It's a dumb name. Mr. Wives? Yeah. Have you, have you seen them before? No. I've seen them actually three times now, through Firefly and one time opening for 21 Pilots, and they were really, really good. Uh, I also met the lead singer. She's gorgeous, and I'm just like, why, do to, why do you have to bring up that she's good looking? I, I just need to throw that out there, because I have a lot of a lot of feelings towards uh, Mindy. Anyways, Thundercat's a really fun artist. He's also doing an after party, which is like really popular right now, and people are trying to get into. He collaborates with a lot of people, so yeah. you might Kendrick see... Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Mac Miller. So like, you might one see of the a lot of... Very popular producer at the moment. Yeah, you might see a lot of guest appearances with him. Now, in, Dave... In, in, instrumentalist, not really a producer. We talked about this off-air, but why should I go see Mac Miller? Convince Mm. Mac Miller is really good live. He's only gotten better as his career has progressed. Last fall, he released his third album, Good AM, and it was his best project by far. He used to, obviously, like a lot of people know him as being like a frat rapper, you know, with the song Donald Trump, which mm-hmm. is now a funny bit of yes. controversy because <laughs> he hates Donald Trump. He's really good live, and he, Vince Staples actually cited Mac Miller as being one of the people that taught him how to perform. Wow. That's the thing about uh, rappers, is sometimes they're just awful performers, especially you know early in their careers. Mm-hmm. But Mac Miller uh, really knows how to do it. I've seen him twice. I actually met Mac Miller in 2011, a long time ago. Yeah, he's really Sienna good. Fest? No, no. I'm on tour. Oh, gotcha. He is really high. Yeah, of course. He answered my question, so that was cool. Hey, there you go. <laughs> what was your question? Uh, I asked him about collab. Oh, no, I asked him when his uh, his collaborative EP with Pharrell coming out was coming out, which was called Pink Slime, and that actually never came out. Hmm. He released two songs from it, and it was scrapped. Interesting. But he said it was coming soon, and he said the songs were sick, right? And I was like, they were. <laughs> so, it was also funny because he's like five seven. He's short. Yeah. And he has, he grabbed a chair to stand on when he took a picture with me because he was making fun of how tall I am. A lot of people do that. So a- after Mac Miller, who I'll probably go see, or I'll take that as a food break, probably going to go see Haim over De La Soul. Now, that was one of the harder decisions, Haim. but Haim, they're... they're no, we know they have the song The Wire. We get it. They're good friends with Taylor Swift. Their whole last album was pretty good, actually. And they're, they... Yeah. It's been two years since they, re- they released their last one, so their sophomore album has to be coming out soon if they're going to stay relevant. They lost souls like eighth albums coming out this year. Deep in the game, bro. You've ever heard Feel Good Ink by the Gorillas? Yeah, they, they hold that song down. I saw De La Soul come out with Damon Albarn at the last gov- at the last Governor's Ball, two thousand fourteen. The Gorillas have more shit coming out. They do have more and shit coming out. By the Gorillas, I mean the guy who makes the Gorillas. Damon Albarn. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I saw De La Soul with them, or with Damon Albarn two years ago. It was awesome. They also scared cool. me because they snuck up on me, and I had no idea. I, th- I didn't see them coming on stage, so oh. when the guy started screaming into the microphone and rapping, I totally was shocked. <laughs> but Haim, I think, will be interesting. Also, it, The Wire is a phenomenal song, and if you haven't heard that, definitely go listen to it. Uh, moving on, I'm going to go see Mike Snow over Miguel. I don't really like Miguel, and I also don't want to get kicked in the head. I feel like for my own safety, I need to go see Mike Snow. Wasn't Mike Snow at a lot of festivals, too? I think they're playing a couple this year. One of my friends just saw them. That's why I say that. Okay. They haven't toured in (laughs) a year or so. They released a new album. Hit song, I think, is Genghis Khan off that album. Good title. Let's see. Thousand. And then, this is probably the biggest conflict for me. M83 plays at the same time as The Killers to close out Saturday. Mm. I saw The Killers of Firefly last year, so I'm probably going to go see M83. However, The Killers are supposed to be dropping a new album this year. 
and they're known to kind of sometimes hint at some of the newer songs when they perform. So I could definitely see myself running back and forth, catching the beat, like first half of The Killers, and running over to see ME3 perform Midnight City to close it out. I see. Sunday, Dave's going to be there. <laughs> On Sunday, there's really nobody good performing for the first two or three hours. Nope. I don't know what I'm doing then, but I'll be there hanging out. You, you can go check out the merchandise, get some food. I'm not buying any merchandise. I'll get food. I'll play. They have mini golf or something? Uh, I saw a picture. They, I mean, I, they, didn't, they didn't when I went two years ago. It might have changed. Mm. You should probably go to the Silent Disco. Oh, right. I, Something like I've that. done a Silent Disco before. I was on top of a porta potty. It was really fun. <laughs> on top of a porta potty. That's awesome. I did not set the precedent. There was like five people already on the very... The roofs were like all caved in and flatted, but it was pretty stable. It was pretty fun. It was probably a little intimidating for the people actually using the porta potty, but... Yeah. It's, for, not, it's not your problem. For sure. Not my problem. So probably the first band I'm going to see on Sunday for sure is Cold War Kids. Mm, I forget things about this, but this they're, group. They're playing at the same time as someone I know that you're going to you're gonna go see, Vince Staples. Yeah, 100%. Probably the artist I'm most excited to see on Sunday because I've never seen him before. Vince Staples is freaking awesome. Last summer he had his debut album, which is a double album called Summertime 06 come out and Vince, Vince Stables is really cool he's from West Coast well, you know West Coast Southern California mm-hmm. like a lot of rappers and very very unique delivery he, he looks it's really good raps I mean he's not for everyone sometimes like, it's not like he writes tons of bangers per se although he does have a lot of good songs to perform I was recently on NPR Music's YouTube account, and I was watching, they had a like really good video of him performing at South by Southwest. You're so sophisticated. A, f- a few a few months ago, I, I, mean, I just found it, and he was, before, he was doing really well, like a really lively performer, so I'm really excited to see him. Definitely an up-and-coming yeah. performer, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's, he's really taken off lately. I think you're going to jump from Vince Staples to Vic Mensa, right? Yep, for sure. He's performing at the Bacardi House, so he'll be... You, you can catch some shade when that's happening. I'm probably going to go see Eagles of Death Metal. They're the band that Damn. was involved in the parish terrorist shootings. Oh. Um, they were the band that was about to perform when the terrorists actually attacked. They are a really lively rock band, and I think if you aren't as into hip-hop as my co-host Dave is, you should definitely go check them out because they were a band that everybody said Coachella should definitely have gotten and they really missed on that. And I think that they're going to put on a really great show. I think this is their first festival performance since the shootings, if I'm correct. So definitely check them out. But you're going to go see Vic Mensa. Yeah. His debut album, Traffic, is probably coming out this year. But Vic's been around for a while now. He came up with Chance the Rapper, obviously. They're childhood friends from Southside Chicago, mm. both on that Save Money collective. He was on Coloring Book, right? Vince? No, he uh, oh, Vic, Vic, no, he was not. Was he was on Acid Rap and uh, Ten Day. Uh, he was on Cocoa Butter Kisses on Acid Rap. Was Vince Staples on? No. Oh, I one of them was, but maybe. But you remember Vic from uh, Wolves with Kanye. Right. He's actually signed to Rock Nation now, but he's got a working work relationship with Kanye. And he was in that... That Instagram of in the studio where it was Kanye, Vic, Big Sean, Todd the Creator, right, right. Migos, and uh, Little Yachty from Coloring Book. Little Yachty. <laughs> Very curious to see what music came out there, but Vic's a really lively performer, controversial sometimes, but I'm excited to see him. I've never seen him before. And then you're going to jump over to Joey Badass. Yeah, back to back to back. Joey Badass. Back to back. From Brooklyn, holding it down for the Beast Coast pro mm-hmm. era. Last His debut studio album was Last Winter before money he's sick he's also very 90s influenced really really cool yeah i think i might see the second half of his set i, um, I saw him open up for wiz khalifa 
in 2013, but he was at the first, he was like one of five people at the set, so it was a very short set, mm-hmm. the first guy to open up, so I'm excited to see him do his own, you know, his own act. Yeah, Churches plays at the same time as him, and I really want to see Churches, but they, I saw their Coachella live stream, it was kind of disappointing, seemed a little bit low energy, so I'll probably just catch the first couple songs, head over, catch some Joey Badass, and mm-hmm. then I'm definitely going to get to the uh, Bacardi House stage, where Galantis is playing at 525 to 625. Because after Galantis plays, <laughs> and Galantis, uh, just a side note, one of the band members from Mike Snow is a DJ in Galantis. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go see them. After them is a special guest slot from 6.30 to 7 o'clock in the Bacardi House stage. Unknown. There's been a lot of speculation. Some people are guessing LCD Sound Systems' James Murphy might show up like and play a Like what he did at Coachella. Yeah, so... Uh, he, I think we talked about at Coachella. He had that special room he made for like audio. Right. He, they, he was heavily rumored to be at Governor's Ball this year, but due to Panorama getting him, Governor's Ball wasn't able to get him to play. The right. festival. Kendrick Lamar's at that, right? Yes. So there's heavy speculation James Murphy might show up and do a short set. There's been talk he might be the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. That'd be sick. Who would you want to see, or what? Or what act would you want to see? Uh, that's a good question. Will Smith immediately jumps out at me as I think he'll be doing Suicide Squad press, so I don't know if he'll be available. Right, right. So that's well, what happens when you It's not till August, right? It is for August. Yeah, might be, he might be getting ahead of the press tour. That's right. a good point. And he did say he, that he was going to be touring as Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened yet, though. Hasn't happened yet. That, that's a good, uh, good opportunity to like jumpstart that, get people, like, like you know, get the headlines. People, Maybe you know. a good music collaboration? Yeah, it seems a little, a little short for good music to show up. Well, if, with, they're, if they're going to show up, they're just going to show up for Kanye's set. With Kanye... Like, well, like what happened with Made in America. Right. I mean, that, that would be interesting. I could see something like that. It, it's probably going to be a DJ. I mean, it's probably just going to be Daft Punk, so no big deal. Daft Punk's playing at Governor's Ball. You you heard it here first. Mm. Uh, Daft Punk, I don't think, has played a festival since 2008's Coachella. Oh, I didn't even care that much. I'm not... Are you kidding me? I like Daft Punk. I don't love them. Yeah, but they're... Like, I, I, don't, I don't like, like, traditional house music like that. Okay, so, got you. Well, if if de- you should definitely. I also go don't think Random Access Memories was the best album of that year, but I digress. It was a really good album. It was really good. I don't know if it was the album of the year. And it would actually be really interesting. I mean, it's not going to be Daft Punk. Daft Punk is always rumored to be the like top headliner for every it's festival. A fake rumor. <laughs> yeah, and it's never going to be Daft Punk, but it's always funny to throw it out there. So then, just to wrap up, go see Gary Clark Jr. If you haven't seen him before, he's an amazing guitarist. Uh, discovered by Eric Clapton uh, a few years back at South by Southwest mm-hmm. and uh, kind of rose to prominence as a guitar player behind Eric Clapton's back- backing. Cosign. I think I think the artist that really makes this lineup awesome is Kanye. I mean, Wait, what about this two-door cinema club people tell me about? <laughs> two-door cinema club is good. They're nothing to write home about, really, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Uh, pretty much from the special guest on, I'm gonna, just going to be getting ready for Kanye. Mm. Yeah, I'm, whoever Who's performing before Kanye at that stage? It's two-door cinema club. Uh, well, I'll be watching them because I'll be moving up. Awesome. Getting in line. <laughs> see, the good thing about you, Dave, is that you can get really close, and I'll be able to see you above the crowd no matter what, so I'm just going to push my way up. It's true. Way. I'm kind of a dick because I can see anywhere. <laughs> but what, does that mean I'm supposed to be 5,000 feet in the back? No. No. I'll be as close as I freaking want. It's also a, hu- it's a huge pit, so you can move if you can't see over my shoulder. Pick three people you expect to come out with Kanye during his set. Designer? <laughs> yes. Obviously, he's from Brooklyn. Yep. New Good Music signing. Panda, Designer will be there for um, Father Stretch My Hands Part 1. Yeah, right, obviously. I mean, the next two most profile good music guys would be King uh, King Push, Push T, 
and Big Sean. If they're doing a real good music thing, you'd probably want them there. If they don't come, though... If they, if they don't come, you're not going to have the rest of good music show up to big guys. So, I mean, maybe, like... I mean, I doubt Cuddy is there or something. I mean, Chance. Everyone's saying, like, oh, Chance the Rapper would be, you know, really timely. You know, they have two songs now. Right. I think... I don't know. I think uh, Pusha is definitely going to be there. I Designer is almost a sure thing. Let's see. Fetty Wap? I don't know. He's from New Jersey. <laughs> He's close. Uh, if I if I had to say one, I would probably say Vic is also going to come out of stage. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Vic's already there. Done deal. Well, if you want to hang out with with Dave Rad Governor's Ball, tweet us at, at @nostalgiapod and yeah. also stay watching our Nostalgia Pod Twitter. We're recording this a couple uh, a weeks early before Governor's Ball due to scheduling conflicts. So for any upcoming news and notes in pop culture, stay there for our takes. Uh, I'm sure they'll be very warm. And if you want to find Dave, and, and we're not all him, hot takes. We're, we're not all hot takes. But Dave, if if people want to find you at Governor's Ball, where should they tweet you? Tweet at me at Martin Swagger, M A R T I N S W A G R. And be sure to follow the show at soundcloud.com slash nostalgiapod. Leave us an iTunes review if you could be so kind. We're also on Stitcher and Google Play. Go listen to us on every single platform we have. Please give us a review on iTunes. Yeah, subscribe. That's download. the number one number one to do. Also, you can follow me at Sheeny World Peace. S H E E N Y W R L D P E A C E. Shout out Meta World Peace and enjoy Governor's Ball, folks. And this year's been a long round, so I gotta go. It's logic, the one nobody would vouch for. How's that shit for an outro? <laughs>